program you are about to hear is largely fiction. The Rug! Welcome to the first recording of Under the Rug, a behind-the-scenes podcast about comedy and Web3. Featuring the somewhat attractive and mostly pseudonymous staff of The Rug, where we take money seriously. This episode of Under the Rug is brought to you by Guild.xyz. Let them be your Discord bouncer and keep the riffraff out. Visit Guild.xyz to learn more. If you would like to collect a super rare and mostly sold out issue of The Rug OG Web 3 Comedy Collection V1, visit therug.mirror.xyz or check out the show notes below. And you might want to pick up one of those babies soon before they're all gone because I can neither confirm nor deny that there might be some airdrops, unlocks, perks, and other goodies planned for holders of that NFT in the very near future. And of course, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and contains absolutely zero financial advice. And with that, let's get into the show. This is the launch. The launch of what? You branded it. Under the rug. I branded it. I said, let's talk about this. And (laughs) you're like, okay, we're doing it live. We're doing it live. Now we're doing it. It's your idea. We we got a sponsor five minutes ago. Guild XYZ is the unofficial official sponsor. Do they know about this? They just got back to me on Twitter. They said, we're down. And they're going to like tweet it and shit. You have to sign a contract to be an unofficial official sponsor. I think that's for the officially unofficial official. That one requires a contract. Oh, jeez. Elon becomes a board of director or whatever, and you just start doing random shit on, on Twitter. I don't know what's happening. You did come up with it, though. And under the rug, I ran it by Hero. He's like, dude, great brand name. I was like, yeah, it's all about the title. I think it's a good name, too. Um, I, just, I just learned about this thing yesterday from Frank, and... Uh, it sounds fun. It sounds like other people didn't really know what's happening, which is funny. <laughs> um, but that's that's cool. I think it's fun. I think it's a good name, too. Yeah, the whole idea, the whole goal was, well, first of all, it was a great pitch from Liquidia. And then the mission was, hey, put the voice, the voice behind the rug, you know? what? You know, who are the people that are drafting this content? What you know, like We can discuss the material that we've shipped so far to... to put our voice out there in a way that people want to know who people are. Everything is so shielded and, you know, and like blocked. And this is a way to be like, we're here and we're talking about this stuff and this is what we're doing. And so it seems like a simple solution. We do meetings. We've been doing meetings every week since November and there's gold there. If I buying an hour of everyone's time nowadays, like I'm on these meetings at work, an hour of everyone's time in the room is like, who knows like how much salary power. You know, like attention is money. Like there's, what is that? Eight great comics in the room right now. I was like, that that's bandwidth. Chop it up, ship it out. So, and we got a sponsor. One of you didn't make the list because there's nine people in this room. Yeah, I, think, I was just so. counting so too. Can, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a visual snapshot. I don't know who that person is, but <laughs> apparently Frank does. So <laughs> By the end of the podcast, we'll have decided who it is. There's one eight great ones and, and one someone okay getting one. T- thrown off. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, whatever the island. I'm, I'm not including Craig either. Well, it'll, it'll be me who gets thrown off. The the pitch to be very good. <laughs> the pitch to be fair wasn't necessarily to record uh, meetings, though we could do that. It was just let's have a period of time recorded where we make fun of ourselves in in the industry or make light of it versus all the seriousness that's going on everywhere all the time. So, I mean, if those two things overlap, then that, that'll work. It's a good position. It's like you said, like there are these so many podcasts that are seriously talking about the finance side. Like how do we make money? What's going on? And then there's, you know, the irreverence of crypto Twitter, which is like meme, 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 like joke, joke, joke. There isn't really like a space where people are talking about like, what's funny, what's happening in crypto. That is funny. Like that idea that I forget who had it, who had that idea to give out a ruggie to like uh, Zelensky or something when that NFT drop happened, you know, that kind of perspective is, is just missing. And, and people want to consume 
seems like people like to consume news through sound, you know, like that uh, Ape Grease video that would be fun to play, Liquidia, that you made. 1,400 tokens of Ape. That comes to $12,000. Woohoo! Dad, that bored ape cost $200,000. Yeah, but your mom paid for that. But doesn't she get her money from you? And I get my money from Ape. What's the problem? You know, that, that got some heat on Twitter. It's like people, people love to experience sound. And we've shipped, what, six NFTs now? And, you know, thanks to Michael and Dubs and all the support through Bankless, like, garnered this, this imprint and this audience. And I think it was David from Bankless RT, that uh, insane clown posse. Who came up with that insane clown posse headline? That, that was fire. That was uh, originally, and then uh, I had my hands on it too. Yeah, you had, and you pivoted, and so that was like that's like a great point. It was like, uh, you know, ICP up forty percent after rebranding to Insane Clown Posse, and then I think you pivoted it, Discord user, with which is a great thing to call someone on a channel. <laughs> you pivoted by calling it Insane Coin Posse, and then Deputo, you know, from wherever he is, asynchronously asynchronously you know ripped up a, a digital imprint for it we tweeted it out and then david from bankless rt'd it and was like you know the onion for the cryptoverse and i'm just like this is happening like people want to have this brand so let's talk about it <laughs> one thing i want to click on in there was you were saying that people want their news in audio version but i think even more so they want their news with jokes alongside it yeah, there's a lot of late night comedy news shows that have done very well. But none of them are talking about crypto, or at least not in a flattering, knowledgeable way. Well, to be fair, neither do I. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be knowledgeable. <laughs> but if it's funny, it's money. I mean, that's like the, the reason the brand blew out in addition to that heat that we got for support from the Bankless DAO, which we'll be ever, you know, kissing the ring and grateful for. But it's like people want to laugh. Like that first NFT, we sold out in, I think it was 10 hours or something. And people were buying it because it just was like rushing into a void that hasn't been filled in the Web3 space. And, and we were like, okay, so let's own it. Let's stamp it. Like we've had our fits and starts and people have come and gone. But by and large, most people are still here. And it's like, there's a, there's a voice here. There's a microphone here. And so... Why not continue to expand it? And then I was talking with my lady and I was like, yeah, we're going to ship the website in like, you know, four to six weeks, which is a great upgrade for us after the end of this sort of first volume of NFTs. But it's like the conversation is happening every day. It's so um, it's so current. And this idea of being like, if we, we can capture content in our conversation around what we're doing, what we think is funny. And, you know, and where we're headed on like, you know, once a month or twice a month basis, that is just like a springboard to like, let people know what we're doing. Like, there's probably someone listening to this that doesn't know we've shipped six NFTs already since November. That was kind of my thinking was like, hey, feed two birds with one seed and have every other meeting be uh, a launch pad, you know, for audio content. Your metaphors are very interesting. Um, yeah, I was about to say, I love that. Uh, it's so much better than killing the birds. <laughs> like, oh yeah, the birds alive, baby. Feed them. Attack birds. Words make worlds, right? You know? And like, gosh, and, and dubs, like, the fact that you're here and like, like, let's talk about that origins of this whole thing. Like, this whole brand is originally dubs on community calls at Bankless Dow repeatedly saying top signal satire say, top signal satire say, top si-, you know, and you put a, you put a signal out and there's a batch of people here that like we followed it. We chopped it up. We figured out a brand name. What was, it was like when the rug pulled was the original idea. And then we were like, okay, let's cut it to the rug. And it just fit, you know, it's like that works. So, yeah, my first community call I ever got on, I heard Michael calling for writers and he said, we especially need some women. And I'm like, oh, I'm a woman and I write. I maybe could help. So that was great for me. 
We got one, guys. We got one. Yeah, we have a woman. Our lead designer, to be fair, all the NFTs were designed. Yeah, find them by, by Tiffany. So our, a woman has oh, been our main, you, our main creator. And Danae. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we appreciate that. We, um, Dubs, what, what inspired Top Signal? Well, like, give us I, the original. original. Yeah, so let's back, How did this let's, all start? Let's back up on that. When me and when me and David, um, it was one year ago. It was in March um, of 2021. The market was so fucked. It was the worst day. Like, go look at the chart in March. It was whatever that day was. We were <laughs> we were in San Diego and um, thinking about, hey, I think we need some comic relief in crypto right now. Especially Bankless is like trying to make all these shows. Um, let's right, do a comedy right. show. Um, and so like, but also I was like, all right, if we can do a comedy show, we could probably do a comedy site. And I think, you know, some of these, something like the onion, it's just like something we were talking about. And so spinning off of, I was trying to spin off top signal cause I didn't want to do podcasts all the time. I didn't think I could keep up with that. Um, so I was like, we could make a site and it could be really funny. And so y'all heard it. Danae heard it. Thank you. Everybody here heard it or most of y'all heard it. I was trying to make a top, I was trying to make the brand top signal satire site, whatever. And I thought it could boon from getting boosted by Bankless in that way. Uh, it didn't need to be. I think we found a good fit with the Dow. Um, and yeah, so I, here's, what, here's what I think about everybody wanting to be, wanting to see something like the rug is everybody could have saw themselves making something like this. Um, and such is the nature of Web3 decentralization. Dow is like, nobody did it. So we did it and I'm proud of us for doing it. I'm so thankful for everybody just being consistent with everybody on this call. Every single person has been consistent with it. Um, Frank for being the drum and not letting it stop. So that's hot. I mean, it's cheers to, to volume one um, and all that. So I'm excited. Cheers. For volume two. Yeah, cheers to volume one. That was crazy. That was ship six issues. That was the goal back in November. Like we did that. Like it's one of those things where it only gets bigger in, in hindsight, right? Like every day, like it's like, wow, okay. That was something we did. We shipped six issues of the, you know, first satire, like legit satire on chain. You know, it's pretty it's pretty dope. And it was really funny. <laughs> Uh, and highly engaged, and our first issues were really hot. And so I think we reorg, we reframe, recalibrate in volume two. It's gonna get bigger. Like I think just the, the containment of eight and a half by eleven was constraining it was a fun exercise but god we have so much content yeah we, we have, were you know, we're busting out of the pages every edition we, we had two hitters two, we, we right had now. 20 jokes we had 20 headlines half of which would have cooked and we had to you big know down to a hundred word article <laughs> on the bench right now we got big hitters guys so like I, i'm we're trying to make i think we gotta make space for all that um i'm excited it's 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 a content honey hole um we, oh God, we were in the muck and the mire of process for a minute, and I think we're just getting in the flow now. Especially we got, we got some of these new, um, oh, the new, new in the room. Are just, yeah, it's just, it's just feeling good. So that's my take on it. Um, and I appreciate you asking me about the inception of it. Everybody, everybody that heard Top Signal Satire site and knew what the vibe was is here still. So thank you for that. Um, shout out Josh. Uh, he knows the vibe. Joshua knows the vibe. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what I gotta say. Yeah, I think Josh was coming into us from uh, a crypto event. Did you want to drop in, Josh? Let us know what's yeah, going Yeah, sure. So, yeah, I'm at MetaCamp in Costa Rica. What the hell what is, is MetaCamp? What, uh, what is it? The, top. This, the signal's really bad. Uh, what was the last question? Well, no, it, well, it goes with the location, but like, what, tell us about MetaCamp. Like, what's the vibe there? What, what's it about? It's been really cool. So it's been, it was put on by kind of meta cartel ecosystem, um, Dow folks from literally every corner. Um, it's, it's kind of a free flow each day. We put some ideas up on the board and then we sit around in these smaller groups and we talk about them. Like it's a real deep dive in workshopping kind of the future of how DAOs are going to be. Real what are the, are you guys are you getting any gold in there? What what are any takeaways or like is there any issue that's kind of resurfacing again and again that you guys are seeing? There was an article that kept popping up. Let me see if I can pull the name quick. Um, the I don't know uh, Spencer Graham's like capture resistance 
has been talked about. Uh, yesterday was a, there was a lot of conversation about comp and how um, it should be structured in a mix between like a native token and a stable coin. Should you use streaming so that people who receive their comp uh, aren't taxed on it until they click claim? Uh, a lot of a lot of decent different ideas. Uh, the name of the article was "Geeks, Mops, and Sociopaths." And it came up in like four or five different conversations, all independently of each other yesterday. So Geeks, that's mops, the reason. Yeah, I'm gonna drop the link into into the Discord as yeah, like put it in the, the podcast the, channel. The thing, the thing to read right now. Cool, and we'll include it in the show notes too. Um, uh, yeah, and then some surfing this. went 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 scuba diving this morning. Uh, so, like sunset is a vibe. A uh, bunch of board games. I don't know. It really, really. Uh, I think that people are going to look back on this as one of the like turning point moments for for DAO coordination. What would you say is like a model DAO right now that you think is owning coordination? I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> you take the fifth. <laughs> pass. Uh, hard there pass. Isn't any. So when? Yeah, hard pass. People um, demand help. The, I is think anyone, DAO does a good to, job. Okay. I don't think anybody's really five? cracked the nut. What's, no, I, I'm not part of it. Bitcoin. I just, I just hear, I just hear good things. I can only speak directly to the ones that I'm a part of, um, and I don't think any of them are perfect. I think we're constantly in a state of trying to iterate and become better. Yeah, naturally, I- iterative growth, agile development. Mm-hmm. That yeah. article looks great. I just opened it up. I'm still yeah, trying to. This okay. drone strike headline's hella funny. Who wrote that? Good question. That was Discord user, right? No, that wasn't me. I, I oh zero mass. Yeah, I, I wrote the headline, and then Discord user and I worked on the article itself. <laughs> Why don't you guys talk about that? Because you co-wrote the article. Zero, you wrote the headline, and then like, what was that process like? Collaborating async on the article because it's fire. I put it out yesterday on Twitter, and it got a ton of heat and a ton of retweets. Um, yeah. Uh, how'd you well, come up with it? What were you thinking? And well, so I, far, I, zero manifesto is about why people are quitting the DAO because of it. I'm super excited about that. Keep going. <laughs> oh, cool. Good to learn. Yeah, go. So, yeah, I mean, I, I came up with a headline along with a bunch of others. And then Discord user, you jumped in, took a stab at the at the article, right? And then I saw that. And then we had a discussion about maybe writing competing articles and seeing which one's the best or doing something with it at that point. And so I just I didn't read it. I saw that one had been written, but I didn't read it because I didn't want to just take that content and change it. Um, And I just wrote without having really read any of it. And then we had two of them and then we decided to work together on it. But I'll let Discord, Discord user jump in. Yeah, I mean, uh, when I saw that headline, it just like leapt off the page of me of like, this should be the headline for this issue. It was like, this could be on the onion if they were hip to crypto and crush it for them. Um, so I, I was just super excited as soon as I saw it. It just really resonated with me. Um, and then I took a crack at it and wrote a version of it that was pretty shitty and too long and just tried to throw every funny thing I could think of into it. Um, so then I was... It wasn't shitty. There were, there were some good jokes in there. I read it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was me putting down a bunch of ideas on a page I thought were funny and then trying to tie them all into the same article as opposed to just like playing one game and, um, you know, getting in and out quick, which is what things do when they're good and edited and finished. Um, so it was just, you know, a all over the place. And then Zero Mass wrote a good version of it also. And we just kind of puzzled out what the easiest way to async was. And uh, what did we end up doing? I think we, I think I did an edit of trying to combine the two articles, like best jokes from both. And then Zero Mass took a crack at it and made a change or two, but we had come to kind of an accord on it. And then Frank came in towards the end and was like, you know, I kind of missed some of these other original jokes. Um, so then it got through a third pass and that was the version that made it. But, you know, I think that's a, an effective system for us to use moving forward. Yeah, and like most things, you work with more people, it gets gets better. You work with more funny people, it gets funnier. It, yeah, and I the sync of it all was was painless and convenient. Actually, like it, I like that better than some of the things I do for work, where I actually sit down and work with somebody. It's nice to 
sit down with something for 15, 20 minutes and then get feedback on it. Yeah. The, and the title, the headline is U.S. military drops play to earn drone striking. And like it does, it does ring like a, like it could be if the onion was hip to crypto. And the thing that we've noticed with our, and Dubs just jump in and interrupt. This is like an interrupting podcast. What I learned from about our process so far is that every joke that has, with the exception of maybe something that was just like a silver bullet out the gate, has got better, has become better as more people work on it. Like thinking about how we worked with the Google Doc over the last six issues and the rewrites and how we've truncated. Um, and, and it's also funny how like we've all really agreed on the funny. Like this is, we've, we've really found like a gelled voice, both in the voting polls that we do to show like what we like, but also in just like, sometimes we're like, what was it? 74% of adults think web three is a Spider-Man sequel. Like everyone just <laughs> knew that was, that was a funny headline and like it, that, how it just kind of has like presented itself and shown forth, uh, is, has been really, uh, fantastic to sort of observe. Dubs, were you going to run on that, or anyone liquid? No, I was, was going to gonna... say oh, go ahead. that um, you know when I when I submitted the addition to the Bankless HQ team, little small team we have over there, just proud of it. Um, the the one of the reactions after like hello laugh emoji was from Frog. He said, um, "Yo, I think you know." Think you're gonna get some you might get some backlash for the for the drone strike one um and you know as one of the voices of this project i've been talking about you know trying to be inclusive or not necessarily inclusive just not trying to hurt no feelings <clears throat> after like some backlash from back-to-back issues um earlier in the yeah whatever and so anyways headlines that got backlash we, we can come back to that if you want to yeah, let's go back to that. Um, but and so my re- in reflection in reflecting on that comment, you know, th- and I thought it was true no matter after I reflected or not. I was like, all right, I'm really appreciative of the of what was accomplished because, and this is where you can get kind of, you know, cerebral about comedy. Is it's like I I appreciate the the commentary on the military c- complex, and I appreciate the commentary on you know, people playing fucking games and, and being in NFTs and not thinking about any sort of repercussions or what's going on, not being mindful about what's happening when you're just aping into shit. Like, it, yeah, I really appreciated all that. And so, you know, in thinking about that, you know, it's, if, if I ever had like a red emergency no button, like it wasn't never getting pressed. So I really happy, really happy with how you guys landed on that. Just as someone that's on part of this team, it was a, I just want to give kudos to that. So like even in the, in the opportunity of like thinking about shit, do we need to really think about this? No, fuck no. And I think we've nailed like that's the line, in my opinion. If there ever was a line thinking to be articulated there, it's like, yeah, I need people's I need people's hairs to like perk up on the back of their necks, um, and just make them think a little bit. And I, and I think that we we hit that. And it, like I think the line yeah. that we did a good job of not crossing is not punching down. You know what I mean? Like it's not murder that was funny it's not the people killed in drone strikes in real life that's funny it is you know the people that are powerful in that situation and maybe shouldn't be yeah and like also there's so many levels because you could also take the layer of you know the u.s government wanting to do an nft type thing like you know everybody wants to do an nft like okay what would the u.s government do and like it feels like it was born player in drone strike yeah. game. like the joke on. feels like it was born out of any given number of prompts and you know what I mean? And that's why it's a really good joke. Yeah, the U.S. was trying to increase the popularity of tricks. That's, right. that's how I was approaching. I saw this quote by Terry Pratchett the other day, which is very applicable to us. It says, right, right, right. satire is meant to ridicule power. If you're laughing at people who are hurting, it's not satire, it's bullying. I think we've, I think we've done a pretty good job of of seeing where that line is um, and being careful about that. Guys, speaking of bankless ads, they're about to come at you. We <laughs> want to thank the sponsors that made this episode possible. We'll be back with the releases and the rest of the roll-up in just a minute. GM to all you rad Web3 friends. Zuck here. If you're the kind of person who loves board Apes, 
but would prefer to transfer all ownership rights to Meta Platforms Incorporated, have we got a role for you. At Meta, we offer competitive pay, both in fiat currencies and in your favorite cryptos like XRP and USDC, to the moon. We also embody crypto-native culture showcased by our contractually obligated GM posts in the company Slack channel each morning and by putting information recorded by the microchips we implant in each MetaMate on the blockchain. We call our employees MetaMates since, like Playmates, we plan to exploit the youth of your physical body and convert it into eternal life for me in the metaverse. If that sounds like the gig for you, simply enter your Web3 wallet seed phrase at www.metacareers.com to receive your application as an NFT and start onboarding. And then the one instance where I think we got close to it, um, the person who believed that we were ridiculing them when we weren't even thinking about them at all was also a person in a position of power. So I, I think that we, I don't think that at any point we crossed that line. Yeah, and we, we were very uh, adaptive and like always pursuing the funny. And it, it's really this, we don't want to hurt feelings. And the co- comedy excavates that zone that is difficult to wrestle with. And this U.S. military headline is, is an exemplary version of that. It's difficult to wrestle oh, with what's... Go ahead. What's there's, a, there's, a, there's a caveat, and that's if... Please. If you were if you were hurt by uh, the Solana bridge because of the servers, I, I kind of don't feel bad. People were there were I didn't dubs. Didn't we get a lot of pushback from Solana heads for? And Lazarby's not here today. Uh, you know now it goes <laughs> Chicago Ox, but that was one of the best headlines and articles I think we've ever shipped, which is. Solana doubles down on decentralization by second hard drive. Your comment, though, the commentary, the common denominator of any people all hitting me up about that one was like, um, don't be an ETH maxi rag. And I feel right. like that's so fair. Um, and, you know, we try to punch a Vitalik and then people get mad at us too. Right, which is super so. fair. It's like, I, we heard that comment and I just started like literary jokes into the Discord of like <laughs> anything I could come up with that ragged on Ethereum and Vitalik. Not because I don't love it, because I was like, look, we're looking for the funny in all these places. So it's not our fault Solana's a low-hanging fruit about decentralization. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, Cardano is the number one, like easiest low haze hanging fruit in the writer's room like there's so much cardano stuff on the cutting floor right now we just we just yeah. fire on cardano it's funny i think that's an easy just way to get our fucking warm-ups are just it's a all right, guys, like, yeah, get, get cardano jokes out real quick yeah <laughs> day. is it is it punching down if we attack cardano <laughs> yeah even even sizing that up is just the the nature of the game i guess like it's a, it's almost yeah, too easy. I think. Yeah, and like the idea of it, like not attacking, like you know, not even using the word attacking, but like you know, taking the piss out of like some things are like there's like a little bit of like, hey, there's some vinegar here, like let's like let's let's cook with this. You know what I mean? Like it's not malicious. It's like I saw a YouTube video of Charles Hoskinskin, or I saw a tweet about it of him taking a call in his Lambo like espousing, you know, whatever about Cardano, like, oh, oh, we have academic reputation and, uh, you know, PhDs and this and that. And like, and, and, and like, not to mention all his YouTube streams, he's got like a big safe and it's like behind him. Like he's like flaunting this cash, like flaunting, flaunting, flaunting and talking about like the little guy. And I'm like, come on, man, there's some vinegar here. Like someone's got to take the piss out of this a little bit. Like, and it's still a top 10 coin. So it's like, it's not like our jokes hurt. Totally. I don't know. I don't know anything about Cardano, but this guy sounds like a perfect target for comedy. Yeah. Well, and I think that honestly, it's not like he's a he's he's a guy I'd have a beer with. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's like. I mean, he's probably brilliant. He worked with Vitalik, and he worked with uh, Polka Dot Genius. And you know, I'm not sure who did what. I caught off the Bankless podcast that you know they were trifecta, and uh, Vitalik was self-appointed C3PO, whereas Gavin Wood wanted to be CEO. And I thought that was clever. Uh, but like, yeah, this is like ex- excavating these, these, these elements about people and, and you need to get your jokes in. So like, yeah, Cardano may be a punching bag and, uh, I don't think it's any worse for the wear. 
also I wanted to highlight like or liquidity are you going to jump in Should I thought uh no <laughs> I just I, so I was wondering if I'm I had a thought and then I lost it which happens to me more than I'd like to admit um, but have this Cardano talk I'm just wondering am, am I the only person in this conversation that holds Cardano here <laughs> should I not that ADA you're not claiming <laughs> that ADA you are come on bro are no man one. so so am I no, the, the you are not the, you are not I'm the not funny not person not. in this group. I sold, mine. <laughs> I sold mine, but I had a I had a gank of it for a while, and I was I really enjoyed claiming it. I think, yeah, I haven't gotten Daedalus to like update on my computer in like three years. It's just been sitting there since the since that merge. I so, bought into yeah. the hype when I was getting into crypto and bought like a hundred bucks worth, and now it's probably worth like twenty bucks or something. <laughs> They had, a, they had a decent hype narrative. If you don't know, like I didn't know anything either. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good ROI for Cardano. Yeah. Is Cardano going to win our Ruggie Award? Yeah. Who, who does the Ruggie Award go to? Is it Ty Lopez for like pay me a bunch no, of money and I'll play basketball? It'd be, with to Charles Hawk- it'd be to Charles Hoskinson. It wouldn't be to Cardano. Right. Is it Is it Josh Hawkins? Hawkins? Is it Josh? Because I know Josh hates Charles Hoskinson. <laughs> I do not. I do not hate. I I I got a weird feeling from him when I shook his hand, but I, I don't hate him. Um, I think hate's a very strong word. You can maybe you don't prefer his company. Um, not not hate, dude. Hard to say. It is hard to say. Um, I don't it's like hard. that he he shills Wyoming over Colorado. I'm a big uh, Colorado cooperatives proponent, and like they push the Wyoming Dow law stuff. It goes deeper than you're like. Wow, I didn't think this would go deeper than the Cardano conversation. And no, then here it is, an onion. It Let's peels go. back. Let's go. <laughs> no, that was well, it. That was well, what is the difference? Well, okay. Well, <laughs> let, some listeners might not know. So Wyoming is, you know, so, created created a yeah, legal so precedent for DAOs, right? So take us. They did, except, what, except for, and this is a really good thing on uh, at Ethereal Summit. Uh, Caitlin Long and Yaler were on a panel. There's Yaler Moon of uh, Meta Cartel and Caitlin Long of. Uh, Avanti Bank, which I don't know what they renamed it to, um, but they're uh, like in Wyoming. They they pushed this Dow legislation forward that was good, and then it got gutted in committee, and it came out kind of just a win for a few lawyers. Um, what it does is it makes it so that your Dow, your smart contract, can have a legal presence in the state of Wyoming. It can essentially have the same legal rights as an LLC. But what it does is creates this like key man, a controller that is able to sign these documents, which makes it neither decentralized nor autonomous. And right, so in they Wyoming, need, they need someone there, right? It's not they need a, a resident. They need a resident, right? To be, and that's who, the, that's it's kind of a signatory no, or whatever. But they're sub You do need right? a signatory. Well, they're okay. not DAOs because they're not decentralized or autonomous. Because they require, you know, a person. Well, to no, execute. but isn't it isn't it a litter of decentralized autonomous DAOs all bundled into one non-centralized single point? So you know, rendering them all moot. But like the people applying for DAOs are DAOs, but now they're going through a filter that's putting it to a that's single possible. point. To- um, I do, I do like. I mean, it does give legal presence to smart contracts, which is neat. Um, so it is kind of a win for a few people, but. The like the reason I we push Colorado cooperatives is because a cooperative is literally a DAO with a legal framework. It's a it's a flexible structure where you can have multiple tiers of member, um, investor members, employee members, just contributor members, uh, coalition members, all different kinds of membership classes. Does it sound like a DAO? Sounds like a DAO, doesn't it? Cool. Whereas a Wyoming LLC is just kind of a LLC. Can you drop a link to that? And it also reminds me of something that Decentralized Law put out last week, um, where there's something in there's another DAO DAO wrapper. Did anybody else read this? Uh, let me see here. I can find it. Here it is. Yeah. So legal entity solutions for DAOs. I'm trying to get the t- the location. That's doing this. There was a, uh, yeah, somebody tweeted uh, Marshall uh, Islands. something it's that in goes Marshall back Islands. to like, oh, interesting. Yeah, Marshall Islands. I'll put a link. We'll have it in the, in the liner or whatever. But it went out last week for decentralized law and it's a new, they're doing what Wyoming did, but arguably potentially better. So that might be something to look at. 
So Cardano, am I right? ADA, baby. Anytime just, anybody asks me about like, so what do you do with it? And I was like, I don't know. And I get really upset. And then I slam my flip phone closed and walk out of the room because I don't, I don't know what to tell people. You claim your rewards. I'm pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, Holding is a reward in and of itself. Most of these coins you don't do shit with anyway. They mean really <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, really. Um, to be fair. Um, yeah. It's 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 the it's the, the utility is gone. It's the vanity I don't care for with with Cardano <clears throat> and Charles Hoskinson, you know, with the with his YouTube and everything. Just it's it's not giving what what I think should be gave as a as a founder, if you know what I mean. So it's kind of like, what are you what are you trying? What kind of dreams are you trying to sell people, man? Just just do it. What the fuck you want YouTube for? um let other people do that so that's kind of my opinion um and i think i could uh i think vitalik could probably beat him in chess and that says a lot too so i don't, I don't know i'm just saying that i'm just guessing but my mind's on Vitalik. let's, now. let's get that chess match going that'd I've be fun trying, to watch I've, i i hosted a t- in in the in the on the topic of top signal i hosted a hella chess chess tournament with on What's her name? Andrea Botez. That's not. Is that her sister? Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't there's know. Two there's two of them there. Both of their names start with A. Uh, <laughs> anyways, one of the Botez sisters. Um, and uh, I wanted more to happen there. So just people don't want to watch people play chess as much as I thought they did. So, so a uh, real talk. What do we actually think is in that safe behind him in those videos? Probably a gun and like three million cash. I don't know. What do you think? Maybe his snacks. <laughs> yes. Snacks. <laughs> Something private keys. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. Private keys. Uh, first edition Bitcoin magazine autographed by Vitalik. Right. MW, you said something about most crypto you really don't do anything with. And I feel like, you know, I, I've been in the crypto space for a while and this really hits home for me. Uh, like I had, I, I what do you mean you check your, co- you check your coin market cap or you, you check, check your well, coin yeah. I, I do, I do you that do it every about day. Day. You do it five times a day. Come on. There's a lot to do today, <laughs> but I was like, I was, determined <laughs> to find, I was so determined to find like something to actually do with, uh, my Bitcoin that I found this poker site called seals with clubs. This was probably in like. 2015 or 2016 and so i you know i deposited some bitcoin on there i played some poker and i i like won a a small tournament and i i cashed out like two bitcoin which i immediately sold for like four hundred dollars and i was so ecstatic that i yeah (laughs) that i won or something it's that's uh, that's really painful um, and I'm it's, sorry to hear that. <laughs> I was looking at some of our headlines. Any other fire headlines from the OG Volume One Crypto Comedy series that were just worth shout outs? I think there was uh, there's definitely one or two every issue. Uh, I think what Top free rock of all time. Say again. Top ten seed phrases of all time. Yep, that was a banger Honestly. right right out the gate. Uh, what's that? Free raw style bakes cake with tea inside. Oh yeah, that was good. Uh, I'm looking at the. We got them all. For anyone listening, we'll put a link in. There's you can read every single one uh, that we printed so law, far. Open Sea Pirates Maritime Law. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me see that. One. That that one was good. Um, let's see. I want to. Oh yeah, the. the Janet, yeah, Janet. Well, if there's two, but the Janet Yellen scolds crypto's lack of transparency at Goldman Sachs private luncheon, and then what was the other one about Uniswap? That was the other Elizabeth Warren convened a congressional panel on the the oh opposes Senator Warren opposes Uniswap convenes congressional panel to determine why. Oh, that's right. <laughs> convenes panel to determine why. 
And then Danae, you had a what was your one in there that you, I remember you were stoked? Was that oh yeah, ZK rollups criticized for yeah. containing less than one percent fruit. Yeah, I was really happy with that one, and I like that it hit with everyone. Uh, oh, and I wanted to also Danae when you 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 shouted out Terry Pratchett, which is satire is meant to ridicule power, and I think that's brilliant. And I also so glad you're on board with the rug because you brought this. You know, you have this background in film and television, and you brought this script writing vibe. And you know, we you drafted a really, really funny spec script for sponsor of this first under the rug podcast, which is Guild XYZ. So I thought you might take a moment and tell us how you came up with this script uh, and what that was like, and what it just like the gist of it, or even just like you know what uh, yeah. what, what the process was like. Because then you got me writing scripts again. So I'm just like, ever thankful to you. Yeah. So I've been in the film industry for like 12 years. Um, so I've seen a lot of scripts, mostly TV shows. And uh, I don't know, just reading about, you know, what Guild does. Um, I guess I somehow got this idea, mental idea of like a bouncer. It's like they let people in or they keep people out, you know. And the script, it just... I like woke up real early one morning and just was laying in bed. And this just came to me like almost pre-written. <laughs> it was kind of weird. I'm like, let me just get up here and put this down before I forget it all. Um, and that's basically what I sent to y'all. It's so I great. Like seven in the it's morning. So, <laughs> it's like, and it was perfect. I, it was perfect. We, I think we tweaked. Like a couple of us looked at it and someone was like, oh, it might be funnier if this happened. We tweaked like one of the beats on it and, and you know, gave it a title and it was shipped to fit. And it reminds me of this thing about comedy, which is like, I feel like good ideas arrive fully baked for some reason. Like the best ideas you like, you see the whole house, like maybe you don't know what the furniture is or how it's arranged, but like it comes through as like, I've got it. And then you like go try to figure out what the it is. And that was something that I noticed for both in what you did and then also in just working on some of the articles. It's like, okay, I know this is funny. I see it in my headspace. How can I bring it through? And then you're, you're almost like heading towards a goal that, you already, that you've already seen. And then I kind of like assess, assess myself as like, did I hit my own goal, which I saw when, I, when it started. Yeah, I think that's very true a lot of the time. It's like just a matter of realizing the vision in your mind and into a real form that you can share with other people. Well, Guild XYZ, we got something hot cooking for you. You're our first unofficially official sponsor. I think that V-Bot, that people like that Vitalik bot. Did you write that, MW? Or Vitalik yeah. bot? Yeah, shout out East Denver. Shout out East Denver. Uh, <clears throat> when I was over there, I think one of the funniest things was that, you know, <clears throat> Vitalik was rocking that buffacorn suit. So, um, and gosh, that was like, I passed Vitalik a couple times at East Denver. That was just like amazing as a eat stand. So I thought that would hit. And I think it did. I think it was pretty silly, like, to think about in the inverse, like, okay, what if Vitalik wasn't there, but acting like he was instead of acting like he wasn't there, but actually being there so that's where that came from yeah that worked and then crypto headed for bear market say seven out of ten uber drivers i think that was you perch yes it was nice. and i really liked the article and i now we will have to put it on our website because it's a great article it was a great article well thank you yeah i'm i'm so excited for the website that's going to be a huge step forward for us what do you see, Perchy, as far as like our process to write for the website and how we can continue to roll content, you know, mm. so we don't lose, so we don't lose the steam. So we're putting the OG NFT, uh, well, minted on a yeah. shelf, and now we want to go forward. But we don't want to lose the steam. I know, like for example, like Nick still wants to write, but he's async. So people, we need something to keep it cooking. Yeah, I guess we just need to figure out uh, a schedule that works, like. What was nice about the NFT is that it's kind of this finished, complete package when it's shipped and it has all the articles and all the headlines that are going to be in it uh, are in it. And yeah, it's just this finished package. Whereas with a website, I feel like it 
could be a bit more of like a rolling thing where certain parts of it get updated at different times. Um, but maybe if we just uh, we poured over exactly the the process we've been using to at least to start with, uh, just sort of set a deadline for a new, you know, quote unquote issue, um, and then we we stick to that, and then that's that's what we update. Um, but I, I don't know. A website has so much more flexibility. Yeah, yeah we, we, we can. We may need to assign someone to just be like their job is making sure we're putting out content on a regular basis. Like that's like just managing the content being put out there. Maybe assigning totally. things to people. I don't know. I'll just say I think the website's great because it it will bring people into crypto and Web three that wouldn't have found it otherwise. I think through comedy. Yeah, because. It- it because it indexes, you know, like those articles will index and they'll SEO and they'll hit, and the images will backlog, and uh, and so that we'll be able to create that. And like, and, and to what uh, we were saying at the beginning, it's like there's been so much spillover content right from the beginning. I mean, firing up like our one like rug material Google Doc. It's like looking at it right now. Like, not to say there isn't some like doubles or anything, but it's yeah, there's, you know, 12,000 words, 44 pages of material in the last six months. <laughs> we didn't ship it all. Um, and then I like your idea, Purchase. Like, you know how we're using the little, like, next ship thing up at the top of the Discord? We can fold in a date right for it. And, uh, and then ultimately, you know, be able to roll content on a flexible basis. And so I'm stoked for that. Uh, to Dub's point, we need an on-point designer. So we'll continue to back of house that I can get us started with the logistics and obviously like the hosting and everything. Brian and Liquidity are helping out on the technical side, make sure that we're hosted proper and we're doing it you know, forward and keep it high and tight. Making a WordPress site. Yeah. The idea is WordPress org. Use that as our template. So we own it. There's no question. And then we'll roll content on there. Uh, I really like the headlines where. Like when you post the image, like when you go, if you're scrolling it on mobile, the, the title of the website, the title, like the funny headline title is on the image. And then you like click in to the image to read the article. That's like one idea for the mobile UX. Uh, to your point, MDOV, I do want to bring in a heavy hitter to make sure it's crisp, polished, clean, and perfect. And I believe in like, definitely want to get it going. So if you know anyone on that front, like, and or you're listening and you want to tune in with us, we are looking for like the ill uh, person who can work with code within WordPress. I used to uh, I used to make WordPress sites, and I, I own this theme called B Theme, which is like every B like B E E. But look at the link I just sent staff. Um, I just I used to um, the every fucking WordPress site is derived from something here in B Theme. So um, if we get it hosted, I could just drop this in and we can get started. Perfect. Yeah, we'll set that up. We've got a rug ops after this to do some of the logistics stuff. That's perfect. And yeah, I think it's a springboard. It's a springboard not only for people like these dope guys over at Guild XYZ who like just sent us, you know, like on the strength of what we were doing. They were like, you guys are dope. Like, boom, transaction. Here's some crypto. Like, go cook us up something. And I was like, wow. And we use their product, which is like, you know, you can verify Rug NFT in our Discord. And when we onboard, everyone who's a rug holder can come in here, verify through, you know, Guild XYZ, through their bot called Medusa, and you get a tag and come through and like crack jokes. So, super legit. And basically, we have, uh, we have them as a sponsor and there'll be room to like, we want, we talked about, this is a big, maybe kind of a nice final thought is like in Danae, you brought this up a lot or not necessarily final, but like penultimate final, but like this idea of like, how do you, how do you have sponsors and not sell out? How do you create ads without being shilly? And like, we're, we're going to try to thread that line, which is like, we want to own the copy. We want to create custom ads we want to post it on our website and we want you to pay for it. 
And like, why? Because we're going to attract these Web3 eyeballs, people that want to laugh and learn. <clears throat> and that, you know, we're not shilling out because we're, we're going to own the creative side of it. And I think that's a remedy going forward, but it's a touchy subject and we'll have to play it by ear. I don't want someone to just like come in and throw a bunch of ether at us and then we have to like work for them, you know? So it's got to be like what we think fits uh, kind of the vibe of the rug and where we're headed. But I felt like these guys have, have fit that bill because they're already functional in helping us. It was a good point though, Danae. It was worth bringing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just remembering like we watch these YouTube videos, like educational ones, and they always try to segue very gently into their sponsorship bit of their video. But sometimes you can tell it's coming. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Some of them do it more skillfully than others. Well, we got the ill outro meta ad for this for this jump. So liquidity is I feel like we're we're like all in a movie. And uh, Frank's the only one that knows we're in a movie. <laughs> He's talking to the audience and the rest of us in the movie are like, who is he talking to? <laughs> he broke the fourth Where is that fourth wall? Where is yeah. that fourth wall? Oh, that was a nice sound because you had a background fully sounded like breaking. Like it was a good like physical comedy. Yeah, my husband conveniently knocked something over for us. <laughs> it, was, it was that wall. No, I would like great. to hear the origin of Muffin Group as well, like Liquidity put, pointed out here. Yeah, yeah, the Muffin Group. <laughs> I don't, what is this Muffin Group link on the website theme? Yo, if you were a WordPress dev in the freaking 2000 aughts, you know about some fucking Muffin Group, bro. This is, this is gang gang right here. But TBT for me, honestly, looking it up just again after not having used this in a long time. All right. It's all about the, the, I'm getting the food metaphor vibe here. Earlier we were talking about, what was it? The, what did you call it? The honey pot content oh, hole? Honey, hole, bro. honey <laughs> content honey hole, baby. <laughs> you just go to the muffin group and you get the, <laughs> the content honey hole, I guess. They're right next to each other, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, top of the hour, Frank, let's wrap this baby up. Yeah. That's a wrap. Take it home. And just generally, it's about strategizing and reflecting on Web3, putting a voice, the voice behind the headlines, the sounds from under the rug. That's about it. Oh. Hey, everybody. One last thing before we go. If you are still listening, that means you made it to the end of this, our very first podcast, and you are a true super fan. Either that or you fell asleep during the pod. Whatever the case, we appreciate you and have prepared a little something extra just to say thanks. So head on over to Twitter, follow at the rug news, send us a message containing the word podcast before April 30th, and we will send you a claim code for a circular graphic that all the kids are raving about. Once again, thank you so very much for your time, and we'll see you in the next one. Thank <laughs> you.